She sighed for Agnes' dreams, the sweetest of the year. She danced along with vague, regardless eyes, anxious her lips, her breathing quick and short. The hallowed hour was near at hand. She sighs amid the timbrels and the thronged resort of whisperers in anger or in sport, mid looks of love, defiance, hate and scorn, hoodwinked with fairy fancy, all amort save to St. Agnes and her lambs unshorn, and all the bliss to be before tomorrow morn. So, purposing each moment to retire, she lingered still. Meantime, across the moors had come young Porphyro, with heart on fire for Madeline. Beside the portal doors, buttressed from moonlight, stands he and implores all saints to give him sight of Madeline, but for one moment in the tedious hours, that he might gaze and worship all unseen, perchance speak, kneel, touch, kiss, in sooth such things have been. He ventures in, let no buzzed whisper tell, all eyes be muffled, or a hundred swords will storm his heart, love's feverous citadel. For him, those chambers held barbarian hordes, hyena foemen, and hot-blooded lords, whose very dogs would execrations howl against his lineage. Not one breast affords him any mercy in that mansion foul, save one old beldame, weak in body and in soul. Ah, happy chance, the aged creature came, shuffling along with ivory-headed wand to where he stood, hid from the torch's flame, behind a broad hall pillar, far beyond the sound of merriment and chorus bland. He startled her, but soon she knew his face, and grasped his fingers in her palsied hand, saying, Mercy, Porphyro, hide thee from this place. They are all here tonight, the whole bloodthirsty race. Get hence, get hence, there's dwarfish Hildebrand. He had a fever late, and in the fit he cursed thee and thine, both house and land. Then there's that old Lord Morris, not a whit more tame for his grey hairs. Alas, me, flit, flit like a ghost away. Ah, gossip dear, we're safe enough. Here in this armchair sit, and tell me how. Good saints, not here, not here. Follow me, child, or else these stones will be thy beer. He followed through a lowly archered way, brushing the cobwebs with his lofty plume, and as she muttered, Well, well a day, he found him in a little moonlight room, pale, latticed, chill and silent as a tomb. Now, tell me, where is Madeline? said he. Oh, tell me, Angela, by the holy loom which none but secret sisterhood may see, when they St. Agnes' wool are weaving piously. St. Agnes? Ah, oh, it is St. Agnes' Eve! Yet men will murder upon holy days, 
Thou must hold water in a witch's sieve, and be liege lord of all the elves and fays to venture so. It fills me with amaze to see thee, Porphyro, St. Agnes Eve. God's help, my lady fair, the conjurer plays this very night. Good angels her deceive. <laughs> but let me laugh a while. I've mickle time to grieve. Feebly she laugheth in the languid moon, while Porphyro upon her face doth look, like puzzled urchin on an aged crone, who keepeth closed a wondrous riddle book, as spectacled she sits in chimney nook. But soon his eyes grew brilliant when she told his lady's purpose, and he scarce could brook tears at the thought of those enchantments cold, and Madeline asleep in lap of legends old. Sudden, a thought came like a full-blown rose, flushing his brow, and in his pained heart made purple riot. Then doth he propose a stratagem that makes the beldame start. A cruel man and impious thou art. Sweet lady, let her pray.